0: For the king, right now. That's our mission. That's our duty. That's our calling. What's the will of God? I just told you. That's the will of God for you to live for the king. So let's talk about it today in another message. I think this is number eight in this series on kingdom living. Living for the king. I was riding the other day. Today's title, the message set with me is what? Tomorrow, y'all sleeping on me. Come on. Here we go. One more time. Tomorrow, never. I love it with the football team in the locker room. And the coach talks to the kids and the, the young men. And when he says something, they say it back. Or a lot of times he'll say something, ask them a question. You know what the answer is? Yes, sir. Don't you like it when people say yes, sir? Yes, ma'am. I like it when people have manners. Amen. And they don't, they ain't like, yes, sir. I mean, they just loud, aren't they, coach? Amen. I try to do that at church to have you just talk back a little bit with me. And you might learn something today. Amen. You go home and uh, go, wow, I I still know something. Amen. So what's the title one more time? Tomorrow Never. Yes, sir. sir. Amen. (laughs) Boo. Right there. Amen. There we go. There we go. Some people don't like you to say yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, because it makes them feel old. You need to get over that and be thankful people have manners. Amen. We've got a mannerless society today. Amen. I like it. And as, as believers in Christ, man, we should have some manners, I believe. Keep looking. Let's go, Rog. I was riding the other day with Richard, and he works with me some on Friday. We hang out and uh, just just do yard work and mass. We might go to somebody's house and help or maybe work at my place. and Then we eat. usually start out with eating, and at lunch we end with another eating. And if we do anything in the middle, yeah, whatever. But anyway, I was riding by the other day and behind some car with him, and it said Matthew 6.34. Now, a lot of people know Matthew 6.33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, but 6.34. And it just made me think. And so today's message is, is spurred on a little bit by me seeing that bumper stick on the back of that car. Okay? So here's some of those scriptures. I backed it up a bit talking about tomorrow never comes. Jesus speaking. Take no thought saying what you're going to eat. What are you going to drink or what kind of clothes you're going to be wearing. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek or the heathen, unbelievers. For your heavenly Father knows you have need of all these things. So just breaking down a couple of these verses and then getting into the meat of the message in just a moment. So, that scripture talked to us, and Jesus was telling us, don't worry about these things. Say it with me. What you, what you, and what you're going to wear, okay? But these things dominate the thinking of the unbeliever. And if we're not careful, it dominates our thing. It's not saying you can't plan dinner and things like that. But just be worried or enamored with with what you're going to eat or what you're going to drink or what you're going to wear. Did you know there's a bigger life for you to live than just that? You matter more than just meat and raiment. You understand? And God has a purpose in your life. But sometimes we can just, we can even worry about these things. What we're going to eat. We can fight with our wife over it. You know what I'm saying? We're crazy. We're crazy. That's not the life the king has called us to live. He's called us to be a little, can we be a little, you know, more mature than that? say. Okay? We can do better than that. He goes on to say you don't need to do this and worry about that because your heavenly father, we've also learned in this series, he's our brother and our friend. One God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. King Jesus, our father, our brother, and our friend. Amen? He knows everything that you need. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? He knows everything I need. I don't need to worry about stuff. Especially these kind of things right there. Amen? So that's just a little bit before we get where we're going. And then this verse, it should be a verse you know. It should be a verse you memorize. This is a great verse. But it's on the tail of those other two. You know, food, you know, clothing, etc. You know, drink. This is what we should be about. Say it with me the whole verse if you don't mind out loud. But... Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Is that a great verse? No wonder people love this verse. Just breaking it down. So what should we do living for the king? Well, we should seek the kingdom of God above everything else. What does that in basic plain English mean? It means you and I should do what? Live for the king. That's what kingdom living is. We should seek that above everything else. I want to live my life for Jesus Christ. Okay? That's the best. Why wouldn't you want to live the best life you can possibly live? And living your life for God, for Jesus Christ, is the best life you'll ever live. Ah, I might have to quit this and do that. Listen, to have a friend that sits closer than a brother, to have the Lord in your life, the comforter, the one who comes alongside, the helper, your eyes start opening at a sunset like we had this week. We had crazy sunsets this week. And the skies were crazy colors. But as a person who knows the Lord, you'll start to give credit to the Lord. You'll have conversations with the Lord you never thought you could have before. When you seek Him and live for Him and get your focus off of these other common things. Amen? That's what this is teaching us. So, and how should we live according to this verse? We should live what? Righteously, plain English, do the right thing. Say that with me. Do the right thing. Do we screw up sometimes? Do we not do the right thing sometimes? Sometimes we do. But the best thing for our life is to do the right thing. Amen? To live for the King. This verse teaches us that King Jesus is going to give us what? Everything we need. How many would say right now is a testimony to the Lord? I have everything I need. Anybody willing to just lift a hand and say, I have everything I need. I'll ask one more time. I have everything and 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 more running over. That's my life. God's just blessed me. I think he likes to hear us say that. Instead of whine. Somebody asked me about a local businessman last night. People I didn't even know. So what do you think about this guy? He says he's a whiner. I mean, do business if you want to, but be ready for some whining. Isn't that pitiful? Isn't that pitiful that people know us because of our whining? Yes or no, amen? I don't like whining. Christians whine. Oh, poor me. This man right here is a tough man, construction man. Been a builder for many years. A number one hell racer back in the day, correct? You ever get in a fight? Just a few. The other guy, he's he's are you he sixty seven or eight? How old are you? Sixty-eight years old. He don't look it. But uh he's still working. Cut his thumb off the other day. It was just hanging, right? Now we're talking about a cut, we're talking off. With a skill saw that jumped back. Jump back. They'll jump back. <laughs> but you know what? He praised the Lord. He was just still thankful. Thankful he can go to the hospital. Thankful that there's people there that can put the thumb back on and stick a rod in your thumb. You know what I'm saying? But we'll whine because we didn't get the you know get our meat done a certain way. You hear me? I love that. Can we thank the Lord? That's a good word, good testimony, man. I'm not saying we would all have your attitude. That's a good attitude to have, amen. But God's his Savior and his Lord and his friend and his comforter and his strength, right? Praise the Lord, buddy. And he's at church, and that happened on Wednesday. He got out of the hospital on Friday. He's one of my prayer partners who's in the truck this morning. I called him the other day in the hospital, and he's all drugged up. Hey, Pastor, how you doing? I said, I'll call later. Just enjoy them. <laughs> I think you still, they've still got some residual effects on you. <laughs> anyway... Here's the point. Why whine when you can praise the Lord? Why whine when you can be thankful? Why whine when you can work? Amen. And get off your rear end. Amen. Say. Anyway, so this is, this is how we should think. This is our thinking. Now we're moving. We're moving forward. We're not to 634 yet. That's the verse I saw in the back of a car. Now it didn't have the verse. It just had the uh, reference. Say it with me. It's a great verse. Take, therefore, no thought for tomorrow. For tomorrow shall take thought for the things of itself. I love this last part. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Now, I'd like to give us a message now. Living for the king based on that verse. Are you all ready? Let's look at it. Let's break it down just a bit. Now, that's what that was all talking about. Food, drink, clothes. Anybody can think about that. That's not living for the king. No. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his what? Do the right thing. And all these things will be added, 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 added added to your life. That's what you did. You raised your hand, and many of you said, I've got even more than I need. Amen? Say. So we're not to worry about these things. So that's what this verse teaches us. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will bring its own what? I'm going to worry about tomorrow today. There's stuff today you worry about. If on today. But I'm all, it's crazy. Tomorrow's going to have plenty of mess when you get there if you get one. But you're going to ruin this day if you're thinking about that crap. It's going to have its own worry. It's going to have its own mess. Today has plenty of what? Today has plenty of challenges. If you're a worry worker, good. Tackle some of them today. How about that? Amen. Listen. Today, live in the now. That's the message today. Because tomorrow never comes. Do you know that, right? Do you know at 1201 it won't be tomorrow? It'll be today. You know that, right? I don't have to explain that to you, do I? If you make it to 1201, it won't be tomorrow. It'll be today. Today's all you got Yesterday, 11.59 yesterday is what? That's yesterday. All you got is this, man. That's the scripture. What a great way you can live your life. So many people live in the past, don't we? Yes or no? She did this. He did this. They took this. I can't believe that happened. And you never live in the now. You never live in the Now. Or you're thinking about things, i got to do this, and i got this happening, and this is going to happen. And, this, and you're missing today. You're not living for the king today. Have I lost you in my thinking this morning? Live in the now. If you ever learn to live in the now, you'll have a fantastic life. Get it done today. Amen? So let's roll, Roger with the message. So, tomorrow, I never read poems. Have you ever noticed how I don't read poems? And I don't read other people's stuff. I don't get up here and read like a lot of preachers. And they're good at it. I've just got my own life. I've got plenty of stories. I live in this town. I've had a colorful life. I don't really need other people's little readings for my messages. It might make them sweeter, but I don't give a hoot. But now I like this guy. One of the few people that I've read his stuff, and I actually have read a good bit, but that I'll use in a message. Tomorrow. By Edward Guest. He was going to be all that a mortal should be tomorrow. No one should be kinder or braver, braver than he tomorrow. A friend who was troubled and weary, he knew, who'd be glad of a lift and who needed it too, on him he would call and see what he could do. When? Tomorrow. Each morning he stacked up the letters he'd write. Tomorrow. And thought of the folks he would fill with delight. Tomorrow. It was too bad indeed he was busy today and hadn't a minute to stop on his way. More time he would have to give others, he'd say. Tomorrow. The greatest works of this man would have been done when. Tomorrow. The world would have known him and had he ever seen what? Had he ever what? Had he ever seen tomorrow? But the fact is, he what? He died and he faded from view. And all that he left here when living was through was a mountain of things he intended to do. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I like that, don't you? Come on, let's take little That's a nice little poem right there. <laughs> it's not many poems you can scream at. You know what I mean? I like those. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about Matthew six thirty four. Take no thought of tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of the things of itself. If you get one, I'll live for the King tomorrow. I'll, I'll forgive tomorrow. I'll get right with God tomorrow. I'll get saved tomorrow. Today is the day of what? Salvation, the Bible says. And now is the accepted time. Don't go to hell because of tomorrow. Put your faith in Christ today. Make that phone call today. Yeah, but you don't know what they did. There you go. In yesterday. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You don't understand. No, you don't understand. You're not living for the king. King Jesus is another in the fire. That's standing next to me. Another in the battle. He's the one in the waters holding them back. Amen? You can do it, man. You can do it today. You can do it today. Don't let your life be a life of tomorrow. Some scriptures that back up what we're talking about. We're talking about tomorrow never comes. Boast not yourself of tomorrow. You don't know what a day is going to bring forth. How many in this room? It's hard on you. You were living in one day. There was a day you were living. And tragedy came. My hand will go up. Tragedy came. Tragedy. Got a phone call. It was the murder of my mom. I wasn't expecting that. That day, I'll never see her again until I get to heaven and I'll see her again. Amen. But things happen, man. Whereas you don't know what's going to be on tomorrow, James says. What's your life? It's even a what? Hands up. How many would say, I can't believe how fast life has flown by now. Look at it. (laughs) It just flew by, man. Life's a vapor. It appears for a little time and then poof, it vanishes away. And then we have the memories. Is your memory to your family going to be of somebody who said they'd do it tomorrow? Why not love somebody today? Say, love them today. My daughter got married a week ago Saturday. They're coming back today from Asheville, Gatlinburg, all that neck of the woods. But she came by and spent time with me as a counselor. The week before she got married. And she helped me. I was living in the past. When you've been hurt. Like I was hurt 28 years. It's hard. I've got the wedding coming up. And all these memories are flugging. I knew her mom would be right there. And I'm still flesh. And I started acting... Unkind toward Kim. Kim ain't done a thing, has she? We're screwed up. We need Jesus Christ. We need the Holy Spirit. We need we need others. We need daughters. I will cry sitting on the couch the week of her wedding, and she's sitting there crying because she sees something's not right with Dad. Here's the good news. Yeah, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, sweetie. But you know what she did? She spoke and I listened. Amen. That's what we have to do. I'm not better than you. I'm not above you. Some of you are so much better than me. It ain't even funny. But if we're going to tackle things, we better tackle them when? Today. You getting the message? Good. See, I didn't need to read somebody else's little story right there. And if you don't like me because of the way I am, then you don't like me because of the way I am. But at least you know who I am. Amen? And it's me. Just just me. Amen? Just me. I like that, though. If we learn to be real, that's what Sherry had the shirt on. Fellowship Church, real. It's not easy, but that's the best way we can be, ain't it? And deal with the mess we got in our life. Boy, Kim was sure thankful. Amen? Kim, are you in the room? Good, let's talk about her. Here we go. She's here. She's here on this campus working. I'll guarantee you that right now. Tomorrow is the only day that really appeals to the lazy man. You can say what you want to about how much work ethic you have, but if you're not living in the now, you are a lazy man for Jesus Christ. Did you hear me? Why not do it now? Live for him today tomorrow say this with me is what seductive and what it's deceitful how many of you plan sometime in your life to do something tomorrow and you didn't get a chance to do it can i see somebody anybody willing to say i didn't get a chance wow look at the hands i didn't get a chance how many wanted to see somebody tomorrow and you didn't get that chance you just didn't get that chance it didn't have the chance Boy, that really hits home, doesn't it? Living for the king. You know what he's trying to tell us today? Why don't you live for me today? Quit whining. Okay? Quit fantasizing about the future or whining about the past and live for me now. Amen. It's amazing. You just might get something done. Amen. My pastor, my former father-in-law, for many, many, many years, I loved him more than anything. And... uh He would tell the staff sometimes, they just sit around doing nothing. He said, Do something even if it's wrong. Give us something to fix, okay? But just do something. Move, man. Tomorrow never comes. Tomorrow never comes. That's the message today. I'm not rambling. This is the way I preach. The words procrastination, you'll see that word up there at the top of the screen a lot. Quit putting off things you can do when. Keep on, buddy. Push me. Listen to Jesus. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. So how about that? I'll read God's word today because it's the only sure thing I have. Did you see that? Let's keep listening to Jesus. Of that day and that hour knows no man. No, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Today's the only day I know for sure that I have, period. That's it. Tomorrow never comes. Live for the King today. Take ye heed, watch and pray, for you know not... When the time is, I will watch and pray when? Tomorrow or when? Today. Look for the Lord today. Find Him today. Okay? Pray to Him today. This is Jesus talking. He was a today man. He lived 33 years on this earth, squeezed every bit of it out, and gave His life on the cross and rose from the dead. 33. Amen? The Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to every man his work and commanded the the porter to watch. I'm a servant of God and I will work when? Today. That's what we're, we're driving home today. Tomorrow never comes, man. I'll live for the king tomorrow. No, you won't. Not if today's any proof. Amen. Live now. Watch ye, therefore, if ye you know not when the master of the house comes at even, or midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. And what I say unto you, I say unto all: Watch. I'll be what today? Awake. I'm just gonna sleep all day. <sighs> Somebody might like to hear your voice on the telephone. Okay. Get up. Get up. I don't want to get up. A neighbor, you know, just a wave at a neighbor. When my mother was murdered, the lady at the fence says, your mother came here every day and always had something in her hand to give me. What, what, what a blessing that was to me during my hardest day. Somebody's speaking those kinds of things. You never know what you do today might bless somebody else tomorrow. Amen. Tomorrow never comes. Have I made the case so far? Tomorrow ain't coming. You ain't got it. Yeah, but I got an appointment. That's about all you got. Today, today is what we have. Some other stuff. Pop it up, buddy. We're just listening to Jesus. He's the king. King Jesus. He's not just a good man or a philosopher He's the son of the living God and your only way to miss hell. <laughs> He's it. That's it. Is that true? Is there any other name given among men whereby you must be saved other than the name of Jesus? No. And that was a scripture we just quoted. Okay? That's it. Listen to Jesus. He's a good one to listen to. What? No, I'm not. Oh, prognostication. I'm not going to say everything. Brother, leave me alone. I'm tired. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Yeah, now the first one was putting it off. This is thinking too long about it. Prognostication. That's my word. Prognosticating. Jesus said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consists not in the abundance of things which he possesses. So life is more than what? Okay, quit thinking about that all the time. You're not living for the king if you're just enamored with your mess all the time, your stuff. What are you doing for people? What matters more, a house or a living human being? Well, that means that human being might not matter much to you. But if that was your son or your daughter or your dad or your mom, you might think a little bit differently. People matter. Say that with me. People matter. He spoke a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully, Jesus speaking. And this rich man thought to himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow all my fruits. But guess what? That's what he thought. It's not what you think. It's what the king thinks. It's what God thinks. He said this, will I do, the rich man. I'll pull down my barns. I'll build bigger barns. There I'll have, all oh, I can bestow all my fruits and my goods and I'll have me a big storage place for them. It's what God wants me to do, not what you want to do. If you're living for the king, we're talking about kingdom living. Yes or no? Amen or O oh, The rich man said, I said to my soul, soul, you have so much goods for many years, many years. I'm going to take my ease now. I'm going to eat, drink, be married, retire, go to Florida, kick it up. I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be easy on you. This is your town or it ain't. And if it ain't your town, why don't you go back north? If you're not gonna live for Christ, what are you doing? Say! You'll just wait, we're just gonna wait on you hand and foot. Is that the, is that the, is that the idea here? I'm talking about the town of Englewood, Northport, Venice, Port Charlotte. I'm retired, I got money, you wait on me. That's what the heathen says. That's not what the child of God says. The child of God says, what can I do for you? The lady that serves you, the one at the grocery store, how can I help you? The police officer, yes or no? We've become a country of ingrates, unbelievers. But this is the kingdom life. I know it's hard, but it's good for you, ain't it, coach? Amen. Here's what God said to the rich man. Thou fool. This night shall your soul be required of thee. Then who shall those things be? You ever heard this? You can't take it with you. (laughs) One of my favorite people is Coach Bear's mama, Connie. And uh, every Sunday when the Vikings play, I go over to her home and she cooks food and has the Vikings on the television because she's a Viking fan. I know it's hard to believe. But that's not so much what I'm impressed with. She decided years ago she really was going to spend her inheritance or the kids' inheritance on them while she's alive. She takes them every year on... She'll rent this big house and they'll just go and all the family comes and see she makes it so nice they they can't not come. And she has these big reunions every year and she loves her family. I just love that. She lives in the now. You hear me or not? She's a good testimony right in our church here. She can teach us a few things on how to love our family. She's taught me a lot. Whose are those going to think things be when, that you've provided, which thou hast provided? What's the last statement down? It's how long God what? You think you got time. He knows. It's how long the king knows I have, not how long I think I have. We'll finish the message. We've got to quit. Thinking so long and fantasizing about tomorrow will cause you to miss the wonderful moments of today. Tomorrow, tomorrow. There was a song about that, right? Tomorrow, tomorrow. La, 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 la. Here we go. Preparation. Procrastination, prognostication, or preparation. By preparing today, that's making right decisions today. You won't have to be repairing, fixing wrong decisions tomorrow. That's a beautiful line right there. Listen, I tell people, I can't, I can't. I was counseling a guy this week multiple times I was with him. Going through a lot, of, a lot of mess in his life. It really is all about one foot forward. Just take that one step right there and make that a right decision right there. Right there. When am I going to do that? Tomorrow and I'm going to do it right now. And I'm gonna follow that one up with a another right decision. And all of a sudden I got two right decisions. Yesterday's gone, baby. Tomorrow may never come. But right now I got two steps, don't I? You can overcome anything with the king. Live for him. Live for him. Don't put off doing right. Don't think too long about doing right. Just do right. And when you going to do it? Today. Let's thank the Lord for His Word. We're done. Amen. We made it! Woo! We made it today.